0: Danny, Taylor, Jose. What's up, fellas? Rudy Tomjanovich here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to With the First Pick NBA podcast. Go Rockets. With the first pick in the NBA draft. Welcome to With the First Pick Podcast. Guys, how are you all doing today?
1: Doing well, guys. I'm glad to be back on the pod. Danny, me and Jose got
2: free El Pollo Loco today, and you (laughs) did not, so you're super jealous. But we took advantage of the thank you glitch from El Pollo Loco. We got our free food. I don't know if we're supposed to feel guilty or feel bad, but
1: Pollo a- Apoyaloco Apoio is gonna have a search for all, everyone who got free Apoio Loco. Uh,
2: I hope I don't get like a bill later. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you owe this money. We shouldn't. What so was it? To you. you guys got
0: like fifty bucks worth of Apoio Loco? Is that what it was? Up to up uh, to up fifty. To, come <inaudible> on, Danny,
2: we wouldn't take advantage. I only did forty dollars. Don't. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna take like. I would
0: have bought. So much more churros in our top.
2: Think go for $10. It's like a one churro. The churros are
0: really good. They're really good. I, I really like the churros. there. Yeah, the I churros mean. are money. man. But I, I did give a good tip. I will say that. So Yeah, uh-huh. it was eventful. The reason I missed it was because me and my daughter, I, I drive her around right now to, to have her take naps because she won't do it sometimes um, when I try to, like, hold her and carry her around. But we got stuck in a, a classic L.A. high-speed chase here in Diamond Bar, where we live <laughs> So it's was yeah, it was intense. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah, it was
2: yeah. An intense chase.
0: Yeah, man. That happens here in LA, but when it happens right near your house and it blocks you from going home, it's it's pretty ridiculous. So we were stuck in, in an area for a bit, but you're finally able to get out. But had to that, Taylor and Jose were texting our, our fantasy group about getting free Poyo Loco. So I'm bummed I missed it, but I'm glad you guys got some.
2: We got in before El Pollo Loco shut it down, so yeah, it I, was.
1: I ate a churro in honor of you, Danny. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. And and I do want to give uh, Taylor kudos. Look, well, you can say whatever you want about Taylor, but his his conscience was so guilty that he left like a $5 tip. <laughs> I mean, no one ever does that at fast food places, it. So I, I, didn't, I,
1: <laughs> I didn't know I could. Okay, uh, Taylor, was I the one who told you or was it the other? Yeah, time? Jose,
2: you're the one. You came All through right. in the clutch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ramil, I think we should give him a shout out for just all this great information. And just, you know, when you, sh- when you share that information, it goes everywhere. I jumped on it really quick. And yeah, I got food for days here, you know, so <laughs> uh, I'm excited about that.
0: Hey, hey, Speaking of that, how's the move going? What, what, where are you at right now? Where are we at, Taylor? Update. No, no offers yet.
2: At what point do, do, do you get mad at the the real estate agent for telling you like, it's only been four days. So, I mean, am I supposed to have an offer here in four days? I don't know, but they kept telling me it was going to be easy to sell, you know, no offers yet. How angry am I supposed to get at the real estate (laughs) agent to be like, Hey, you told me the market's good, you know, markets really
1: hot. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: apparently it is for everyone else, but for us, so Uh, we'll see. We'll uh, stay if I don't have an offer by next week, guys, I might not be moving. I don't know what's going (laughs) to happen here. So we're just living without furniture and it could be like this indefinitely forever, I guess.
0: Well, at least you can uh, sleep on the floor with a, you know, logo. Well, me and Melody, stick, and we al- so good.
2: we alternate on like this blue like couch like mattress like thing. It's like fifty bucks or something like that. Melody says it's rude that I take it every other night. I should be more gentleman like and let But forget <laughs> that. Like my back hurts when I have to sleep on the ground, so it's good to rotate it. So, um, I think so you guys aren't even sleeping
1: on the same thing. You just one of one person gets it the other person
2: they staged our house so we don't have a bed the bed is like an air mattress you can't lay on that it'll break (laughs) you know it's like uh so you know we can we're just trying to find spots so we don't mess up the house you know so one of us sleeps on the ground and the other one well we both sleep on the ground but one of us has like a weird mattress thing and then the kids just sleep on mattresses too but they're good kids they they don't complain they don't know how to complain they're too young to complain they don't know any better (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's awesome news. We Keep us updated. We definitely want to be in the know of, of how that's going, Taylor. But as much as we, we want to hear more about Taylor's life, let's get to some NBA news. The moment that many people have been waiting for, at, at least in Brooklyn, Blake Griffin has signed with the Brooklyn Nets, he is rejoining his uh, former Lob City teammate, uh, DeAndre Jordan, along with with KD and, and Harden and Kyrie. Look, a lot of people were on Twitter saying like, oh, it's over. They got Blake Griffin, <laughs> like this Blake Griffin, as much as he might be able to come in and contribute. Definitely not the guy who was on the All-NBA team two years ago. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Brooklyn Nets getting Blake Griffin here?
1: I don't know how it fits. I know he didn't need players, but I don't necessarily know how it fits. I guess he, I guess you could kind of have him work off the elbow and then kind of create and maybe, I think he'll be more valuable for his passing, I guess, finding shooters, but not for his shooting, not for his uh, explosiveness. I don't think that's there anymore. Yeah. I, I don't really know if it helps them as much.
2: Yeah, it helps them, of course. It's depth. It's another piece. Yeah, right?
1: I, I guess for depth, right? Like, I mean, could
2: could another like person? He gets do... to play with the greatest point guard in the NBA right now, in James. But could Harden. another He'll person do?
1: A... Could another person do what Blake Griffin? Who? Like I who's
2: mean... on who's on who's on the market there? That's can do. I mean, how many spots do. do they
1: have? Like, have available? I mean, I
2: mean, look, they look at the guys they're playing. Like all these guys are still out. Like Blake still has talent. He can still score points. He can still like make three pointers. He's a great passer he can get a few rebounds and maybe like he was faking all at athleticism stuff. Yeah. I didn't say that word, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he'll start dunking again. I don't know. Maybe he'll be in, you know, renewed, I, I, seriously, I seriously
0: doubt that. No, but <laughs> I, I do think, think <laughs> where, where are the, I don't know where the minutes are necessarily going to come from. Cause I don't know if he's going there to necessarily like replace DeAndre Jordan in that place of need. So it's like, you know, if you're going to put him at, at the floor, like you're going to take maybe minutes from other guys that have been playing. Okay. So far, like, yeah, I mean it's a fine, it's a fine pickup. I just don't know if it necessarily solves anything for them. But I, I guess it's like you know they're gonna just take the risk, and if he's terrible, then yeah, I mean it can't play. hurt
2: him. He just won't play. If he's bad, he won't play, right? Like, but if I mean he he can do well in the pick and roll. He can pass. I mean he's a he's a smart player. It's not gonna hurt them. now. they're, we'll re- they're really banging. It might not on, help them as They're really as
1: banging think. on like the offense over defense though. So with this, yeah. with, with this well, team, when you had,
2: yeah, when you got Harden, Irving, and KD, you know, just get find guys who can do other stuff. Yeah. Maybe score like maybe he only has to score like
0: six hey, to ten defense? points. What's enough. that? <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely punting on the defense this this season. It sounds like, but we'll, we'll see. I think they do still have space for one more person. Uh, So we'll see what that looks like. Yeah, apparently Andre Drummond's going there. So stay tuned.
2: Although everyone thinks he's going to the Lakers too. So we'll we'll see what happens with him.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of see who goes on the market, especially as more of these buyouts happen. But I don't know. Who knows? I I think it's going to be interesting in the next few weeks to kind of see that along with possible trades that happen. Fellas, it was a, a rough, maybe few hours and scary few hours for the NBA. Because the thing that we were so concerned about with the All-Star Game almost became a reality. There was reports that Simmons and Embiid were going to be out due to contact tracing. They were going to get tested. Apparently, their barber in Philly before they left to the All-Star Game lined them up. But that person tested positive for uh, COVID-19. So even though they tested negative, I believe there were still concerns about contact tracing and the possibility of them having it after that. And so they did not end up playing, but, the fellas, we really talked about this, like how scary would it be if the NBA, <laughs> the NBA's best players were just in one place um, and COVID spread. So it was definitely not the, the PR, you know, the situation that the NBA wanted. Yeah.
1: Hey, what's, up with, what's up with these barbers though? Like, it's all these barbers oh, contracting COVID. They're in
2: close contact they're cutting hair. no i'm it's just really saying because it's like
1: it was a kansas city chiefs too right it was a the barber yeah. there and it was like a, somewhere else it was like a barber
0: and i feel like man i feel like the barbers are the ones that are messing up these games well i think it's because they, they probably cut people's hair and and then people come in and they're like oh yeah i'm fine and then yeah. like taylor said like you're in close contact so as a barber so they might get it from some of their own clients you know i don't know it's weird though
2: who was the bad guy in michael scarn right like at the nhl all-star game where you know they were trying to you almost had a situation there where you know going to the nba all-star game COVID could have been yeah. a, a michael scott <laughs> script there on all that threat level midnight right so we, good thing we avoided that um, yeah yeah i mean we got lucky i mean it's weird because i think they both like saw the the barber on different days because like i think like Embiid can play on friday but Simmons can't play till Saturday, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it impacted the game. Not having those guys impacted the All Star game. I mean, not, Team Durant not having Embiid like made the game like where they had no bigs. So they just got destroyed down low. It was a bummer. I, it would have been nice to see him, especially because Embiid in a lot of in a lot of people's minds has been the MVP for the start of the year. So it was a bummer not to see those guys. But glad that they didn't you know, hopefully they don't have it, but, you know, lucky that they didn't get everyone, all these all-stars in the quarantine because we we like watching them play.
0: Yeah, and and I think the the other thing that has occurred because of what happened is that over the all-star break, there was a lot of conversations around uh, the vaccine and NBA players. You know, we're not going to get too deep here on it. I might just get the guys' thoughts on it, but obviously uh, the Hoop Collective, Mark Spears was on that, really did a fantastic job just talking about um, culturally what what that means for African-American players. And um, there's very good reason why there could be some hesitancy. Uh, Mark Spears did a really good job lining that out, Um, even though he, you know, was great in that podcast admitting that he has gotten the vaccine, felt no side effects. So, but the reality of it just being a personal decision. So you had guys like LeBron who said, you know, he wasn't, sure about it that it was going to be a family decision you got Jared Dudley who was on Twitter talking about different things about the vaccine but you know Adam Silver I mean he's been very vocal in terms of hoping that the players unify around the vaccine uh, just because I think the vaccine would solve a lot of these issues of contract tracing and if you have the vaccine you can actually gather indoors without masks and so it would solve a lot of the NBA's problems but you know when. there's culture and there's history uh, around some of these things with vaccines and what that means. I just think it's, it's, it's really complicated. Right. And so I just think it's going to be interesting to see how the NBA sort of handles COVID and and vaccines and what the NBA is going to look to do here in the next few months.
2: We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned.
0: It'll help. I mean, if they
1: do rally around it, it'll really be beneficial for more games and a, a smoother transition to the rest of the season, but that's really up to them. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So we'll, we'll stay tuned with that. Uh, Other piece of news, you know, we're going to, we're going to briefly talk about it because it is major news here today. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 9th. Uh, Myers Leonard has been told to uh, be away from the Miami heat. And definitely uh, he was on stream playing Call of duty and, you know, said a racial slur uh, that was directed towards uh, folks of Jewish descent. And so um, it just shows that you can't be an idiot, and stream yourself saying just stupid things, uh, to be quite honest. And so we we, we want to touch on that just because we, we obviously, you know, stand against that. Yeah, I just don't, I, I, we don't want to ignore it either. So we're just going to say, don't be an idiot when you post things. All right, so we, we do want to move to more livelier stuff here, fellas. Let, you know, a lot of this is serious with, with COVID and racial slurs, but let's move on to what happened during the All-Star game because as much as, you know, some of this was involved in, in the All-Star weekend, uh, there was actual basketball that was played. But let, let, let's talk about maybe how you all felt about the All-Star game being done in one day as opposed to a uh, Saturday-Sunday thing. What did you all think about that? Did you like it, not like it? What was your reaction?
1: I liked it. I think I, if I could have all that in one in one day, but better quality <laughs> with fans, I think that would be great. You know, instead of having to designated two days for it, but
2: I am mean, totally with Jose on having the fans. I think the fans not being there, especially for the dunk contest, like it just didn't come across better, but I like the NBA. I like all-star Saturday night. I like having it on two separate nights. Um, otherwise you're just watching the, you know, NBA for too long. I feel like, and I just, I like when they break it out. I feel like they can do more things, you know, me with music or, you know, last year they did the roasts of like, you know, Kenny and all those guys, like Charles Barkley and stuff. And that was funny. It's Man, hard to I compare
1: because I feel like Chicago last year is like one of the best all-star weekend. Yeah,
2: no, it was such a good weekend. That's yeah. true. Everything was good. Three point dunk, everything. So maybe it's just big, but I think having the fans was, and you know, I'm open. So I don't know,
0: Danny, what did you think? I liked one day because I felt like it was action packed the whole time. I feel sometimes like on Saturday, it's like more dead. And then even when it's the all-star game, it's like uh, to have something during the halftime was pretty cool. Like, oh, man, like we went from the first half. Now we're going to have a dunk contest at halftime. Because like, I'm,
1: not, I'm not really listening to the halftime music. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you don't
2: like that? You don't like the halftime? Look, first of all, Saturday <laughs> night, it like it feels like it's like it's not as rushed maybe they yeah. could have four dunkers maybe they could do four oh, yeah i mean with if, the if,
1: fans if, if the fans are there like yeah if, if it's like that more things, yeah, it's, more for those reasons i'd rather have more
0: dunkers in the and
2: do the all-stars want to sit around and watch watch these dunkers especially if it's not a good one right it's like man i want to just play the game i don't want to get too hey, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes
0: a lot of those guys come out you know you have videos like back in the day with like, shag with his camcorder coming out to, to film yeah i mean i don't know i i can't take either way but yeah, the quality wasn't yeah, as good. I don't have a strong point.
2: opinion, Dan. Dan, I don't have a strong <laughs> opinion. I just think having fans there would, would make it a lot of more course, enjoyable. I think course. the dunk contest was lacking not having the fans. Well, let's talk about that. The the Taco Bell
0: Skills Challenge. Uh, what did you all feel about the Skills Challenge? Uh, having DeMontis Sabonis and, and Vucevic at the end competing for the title and Sabonis ultimately winning it. What did you all think about that competition?
1: For one, I want to say Luca. You were terrible, like a terrible performance from my guy, Luca. Like you, you got to try, you got to at least try on these. He things.
0: definitely did not try. He so
1: Boris
2: is really good at this. He got, the, he made yeah. it to the finals last year. He won it this year. Like he's really good. The thing that I don't like about the skills challenge, I feel like there's not enough. Like I liked when they used to do the bounce pass, the other pass. Like I like when there were more skill type things. It yeah. feels like there's just one pass and then you better make the three pointer. It feels very forced. Um, I'd like to see it more skillsy and like they and they time it. I like that it'd, one a lot better. Yeah,
1: it'd be good if the dribbles, it wouldn't just be back and forth. Maybe like one on one cone, it's behind the back. The other cone, it's a spin. Like something like that. No, I just like time. Time do. I
2: like time more than like the one on one, like the
0: you know, the competition, if that makes sense. Yeah. Time. You would have to have like a big guy challenge and a small guy challenge. Right? Why <laughs>
2: why? this the big guys go faster than the small guys now, you know. Like I think that's <laughs> probably why they do it, but I don't know, of all the ones like that one they could cut. Bring back two ball or something like that. Like, that stuff's way better. Like, I don't know. I like when they – or the when they – what is the one where they used to have to make the half-court shot and they did all the point. They had to make all the shots. That was fun, too. They should oh, bring – like they
1: had different point markers, right? Yeah, that stuff's way yeah. more fun than the skill. The one they're skills. like, oh, we will have a WNBA person, an NBA player, and a legend. <laughs> I'm yeah,
2: I love that. Give those four
1: <laughs> teams, like –
2: they used to do, like, Drexler and Cynthia Cooper. I used to love that. Kenny Smith. Like, bring all the Rockets guys out. But – I don't know. They got to figure it out because skills no. It was no. it was no
0: good yeah, this year. Skills was not good this year. Yeah. But let's move on to what a lot of people said it was the, sort of the highlight of the weekend. The three point contest. Steph Curry barely getting out a win, but man, it came down to the last ball, and it was super exciting. But what did you all think about the Mountain Dew three point contest?
2: Yeah, I was just saying, anytime you can watch Steph Curry shoot a basketball, like it's fun, right? Steph Curry in a shooting competition is just must watch TV especially in that first round where it was like, Oh, he's just like, when he shoots the Mountain Dew ball, like, and the other guy shoot the Mountain Dew ball, like, it's like, <laughs> like it's like, just way different. Like the other guys don't come close. Maybe one guy will make one, but Steph's like draining both of them and things like that. So it was awesome. It was good to see those guys. It would have been cool to see Lillard in it or maybe some of these other shooters. Maybe they I can agree. just try to bring like yeah. everyone, Clay, Joe Harris, bring them all back. Let's see all these shooters go and it'd be fun to see
1: that. What I was gonna say is I love Steph winning, but it would have been cool to see Mike Conley win, just as a a guy who who has uh always gotten snubbed <laughs> to see yeah, him win something. Yeah, he did
2: good too. He had a really yeah. good second round. I mean,
1: he did he did win horse last year during the pandemic somewhere. I feel like you had a horse competition. <laughs> he won that, but other than that, was, I wanted it was him, cool to see, to see him win the game.
2: Yeah, it was cool to see him at the game. It was good. He's happy. It was happy for that guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Even though well, DeRozan should have gone, uh, it was good to see Mike Conley go.
0: <laughs> it, it was, he also, you know, people were talking about this. He was going to be the first lefty to win the three point contest. So I know you were cheering yeah, for him. Yeah, that hurt you me
2: a little game. bit. You, lo- you love lefty.
0: Yeah. Left right yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, cool. it was close. I like Mike Conley. But I do agree with your take, Taylor, that look, we want the guys in the NBA who are best at doing these things to be in these contests so i think that's what really made it special when you saw someone like steph just go out there especially the first round when you're like dude like he's just on another level yeah it's
2: just so it's like wow i love watching this guy I would, yeah. maybe I get duncan robinson let's get all these guys in there let's just yeah some
0: shoot it'll be fun <laughs> and the reason i bring that up was because of our next <laughs> part of our thing here which was the slam dunk contest uh simons won but would you all think of the dunk contest See, the, I didn't like
2: it at halftime because I feel like they had to sort of rush it. You know what I mean? Like, and not having the fans, but some of the dunks were good. I just think, like, the first dunk was good. They scored it really
0: weird. Obi yeah, dunk Stan was Lee. cool. Like like they, some did them, those dunks they did them dirty in the first dunk. It was yeah, like. Man. But, like,
2: the, yeah. a lot of the guys were quiet. Like, there were no fans there. It was like, top- Obi Toppin was hurt. It felt like, <laughs> I, was very sure. like I, li- I like I yeah. like that.
1: I like the end where, that they actually have the name instead of, like, giving them a score yeah i like that that was pretty cool um yeah you only have you only have one dunk as the as the final round i was like oh that's really underwhelming i thought they had two dunks well it's
2: it's weird because you're like oh did he kiss the rim and then he like threw his head back
1: like and that expression (laughs) was super funny it was that was so dumb because it's like he didn't like wanted to show people that he he wanted to show people that he was trying that he did kiss the rim but he actually didn't kiss the rim so that's, yeah, that's, uh, what, that's what kind of frustrated me about it. <laughs> I didn't think it was
2: as bad as people thought it was, Danny. I think not having the fans and because the guys didn't have any fans, like get pumped up or they didn't show a lot of emotion. I think just certain things yeah. lacked. And then last year with like Dirk Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon, like how amazing that one was. It's just hard to live up to that. It's just a hard act to follow. So, you know, next yeah. year after, you get some good dunkers. Um, you can't give up on the dunk. People always want to give up on the dunk contest when it's not great. And it's like, you can't give up on it because sometimes you just get a really good one and you just have to be okay with some of them that aren't as great.
0: But I, think, I do think it, it's also, you know, what I said earlier, I think part of what we love about those competitions is that you can't have that anywhere else or at any other moment. So yeah. when you get the guys who are best at doing that, it's really special. So I think to me, like the reason why some of the, the other dunk contests over the years have been really great. It's because we knew, like, all right, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine belong here because they're really good at these things. Yeah. And so, when you feature them, it's like you get what you, what you got in, like amazing dunks, right? Or even like Vince Carter, right, Th- that year. So I just think now we're getting to a point where, like, let's just put guys who no one knows about, but they're no, young man, guys. It's, who, um, it's just one no, like, year. It's a pandemic
2: year. It's, you're literally what? not even one year, like one year away from like a great contest. I don't I don't agree with that at all.
0: I, I I don't know. I I think for me it's like I just want those to guys see Those were good best.
2: dunkers. They jump Those guys were good dunkers. It's just not the right environment and it was not the right time for it to really shine.
0: I I don't feel like I mean is are those the top guys? You, I mean, for me like I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if those, those are the guys,
1: top like
0: Yeah. Who, I mean, who, 30, was, who, who,
1: dunkers, who Who you know? What
2: are you talking? <laughs> those guys all had like 45 inch verticals. That first dunk from Stanley was like in, like really impressive like i don't know like we're just it's hard to like. i, I don't know stuff. i mean
0: when you told me like to name the best dunkers in the nba i'm not like cashew stanley i don't like i'm just i we mean, just, mean we don't, I don't know those guys, guys. but I, I mean those other guys yeah, aren't. And it, might, it might be this year but like i'm just saying like i think for me when i want like even the skills challenge like part of what was exciting was like oh man we get to get luca but again like even luca yeah, or cp3 names. it's like they didn't care too much about it right but like, what was cool is when you get someone like Steph, who's really good at threes when he shows up, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, those guys are like, good at
2: dunking Danny. Those guys, I watched them. They're very, I mean, there's no one, like none of us can do any of that stuff that
1: they can do. Of course, yeah, of course. So so yeah. And
0: most <laughs> I'm guys. Not, I'm not good. here They're petitioning good. for me to be in the All-Star.
2: No, but no but I'm, I'm doing, just God saying, there's not, like, there's not like 20 guys or 30 guys in the NBA who can do the stuff that they were doing like last, like on Sunday, like I just was not the right environment. I think they really suffer. You didn't have like the dunk guys. Like you didn't have them scoring like on on the court. You didn't have any fans really like cheering them on. Maybe me me and Jose think it's
0: me and Jose think it's environment plus the players. You just think it's the environment. I think that's what we'll leave it at. I guess at least for the contest. But let's talk about the All Star game. What did you all? What did you all think about the All Star game? Team LeBron destroy Team Durant. What do you all think?
1: I feel feel like last year was the perfect example of the Elam ending, and I feel like maybe this year might have been, like, the other side of it, of why you wouldn't want the Elam ending,
0: maybe, just because...
2: Well, it wouldn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, I guess
0: it would have matter. But I also think, like... Yeah, I disagree. I think I'm glad there was an Elam ending. (laughs) These guys are destroying them. Like, let's Stop the fight. Yeah. Even but like at least game, at least game, at least, game, at least like, let me just end this. Like let me just end this. Right here. No, but at least at the end oh. of
1: the game, like you, you you get those guys trying to like do some crazy dunks. You know, in other All Star games. Yeah. But yeah. um, no. The the
2: problem. But I feel was like team LeBron like also, seems too good. Yeah. They were just too good. And I feel good.
1: like this this is the year. Like man, I know we like the whole like picking the teams. They should have just picked the teams right before the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like.
2: Well, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. Yeah. Bede didn't play and Durant didn't play like those are two like like top five, guys. But, but he,
0: but even then, right. We would agree that it looked like team LeBron was a better team. Yeah. Even no, for that. sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, when you I have mean, Giannis Steph and LeBron on the same team and LeBron didn't even really have to play. And then he's drafted Lillard and he, he doesn't feel like he has to draft guys on his team. Cause he doesn't have any Lakers in the game. He's just able to draft like some of the best guys. Uh, no, no, just wasn't fair.
1: I, I was arguing with my – I think some people were at my house, and I was like, if Lillard and Steph play together, I feel like that would be more explosive or, like, just a better team than if, like, Clay and Steph, you know. And I was like, man, if these guys ended up playing together on the same team oh, that, it would be no, – that's
2: really- a hot take. That's a hot take, Jose. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I – mean,
1: I get it that defensively, not as good, but, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those, those two together no, –
2: That's an understatement. Yeah, defensively, that w- they would not be as good. That is true.
1: But yeah, if, if they play, played together on the same team, it'd be pretty crazy. But the fact that they're on the same team with LeBron and even LeBron played like didn't even play the second half. Um, so do
2: you think the Warriors would be better with Lillard than Clay? Like, would you make that trade? If you're like, you're like you can have Clay, we want Lillard. Do you think the Warriors would be it's better? It's
0: so hard to make that right now because Clay's hurt. But like I legit would hesitate if this was like Clay before the injuries. I don't know, man. Clay's just so no, but crazy. I get it he's that's a complimentary fit. Player. He's such a good player. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, so a, great, he's come, a good yeah, complimentary player. Compl- and and, really and I feel like I feel
1: like Lillard's value has gotten so much better though since the, in the past couple of years too, right? Where yeah, like where like true. him and Steph are like comparable, like you you could pick either one and you can make an argument it for it would one. be the
2: most exciting backcourt ever. Like just the things that they could do. Literally they could shoot from anywhere. They're such great playmakers. And I mean, Lillard's clutch, so you could actually have Lillard shoot the shots late in games, yeah. so that way Steph can, you know, front run and do all the things he does, and then if the games get close, you can go to
1: Lillard. I was making I was making a running joke with my friends like that, like LeBron's already like LeBron's over there eating food in the second half. Like <laughs> LeBron did not care. But, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, next the next the next segment, LeBron's already like in his suit ready to go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he seated up.
1: I feel yeah. like he's like already has his, his luggage
0: is already packed. <laughs> yeah I think I was hearing in podcast. pocket he was fine. I think when uh Giannis was accepting the, the trophy for uh the Kobe Bryant MVP like LeBron was already doing his uh post game browser. <laughs> so <laughs> that is not a joke. He was he was ready to go. Yeah I didn't even but, see him
1: during the time. But I mean going back to Steph and Dame, I mean they both hit they both went eight for 16 for from three
2: it's in yeah. like, yeah, insane yeah. shots, like half court shot type stuff. I actually thought that Steph should have been the MVP. I thought what he did was Ooh. more impressive than Giannis.
0: It was more, um, it was the most that's I'm hating part, of Giannis. part of the game. I though. just thought
2: he, I, I thought think you happened.
0: thought Steph because a lot of people felt dame.
2: Either one, I mean, I still thought Steph like from the beginning to the end. I mean, steph didn't wasn't as explosive he was in the first half
1: but like he called in the third yeah when i
2: thought about like this all-star weekend and like what he did in the three-point and then what he was doing like stealing the ball shooting the everything like that i felt like steph really like owned the day and i just felt like he was the mvp for me and i just felt like Giannis just dunked because they had no bigs you're <laughs> <Like, he's> just <laughs> dunking everything it's like cool You you're not even like Doing anything but dunking, like I didn't think that was as impressive he as what three, he got three
0: threes and a bank shot three.
1: You think two of them. Hey, yeah.
0: look, the 100 field goal though. I thought that was the impressive part. I do think you're yeah, right. Yeah, he's just
2: dunking, Danny. He's not really doing I know, anything. He's I just know. dunking like with like a bunch of six eight guys. Look, but yeah,
0: look, I'm not expecting to have you give uh, Giannis any compliments. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't did you, did, 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 you guys, did you guys get the sense that Kyrie
1: was was upset throughout the whole game? Well, I thought he was he was playing super serious. I felt like yeah, was was pretty 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 good. Yeah. yeah, so I was he like, oh man, him, him and Harden were, hard were pretty good.
2: Hey Booker you know, did not like, make three threes either. He got less than three threes. <laughs> oh, that's true, three. I was right on that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is true.
2: as I predicted.
0: I think the other thing though is like when you're trying really hard, but then the other team is just having fun destroying you. I can I, get, I can get really old really quickly. I know. <laughs> so. All right, but any last takes here about the All Star game? The All Star. Uh, day
2: hopefully next year someone can can match wits with lebron and drafting because lebron's just he's too good at this stuff someone's got to be able to hopefully it won't be honest or kd maybe it'll be steph we'll see what steph can do i don't know who or it's i don't know who someone from the east right Maybe luca hopefully hopefully, it has it has someone east, yeah, right?
1: hopefully someone who doesn't have a teammate that they have to pick maybe well <laughs>
2: Giannis is your best chance because Giannis is so good in this game you know he gives the best games so hopefully it'll be Giannis again but I don't know. Maybe Harden, right? No, it's <laughs> gay.
0: <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, let's move on to our NBA pick-ems. Game blouses. All right. Since last week, Taylor and I are still tied in first and second uh, with 16 and 14. Jose is holding it down that third and final play-in spot at 13 and 17. All of us. Went 2-1 and one last week. Let's pick our games for this week. Our first game is on Friday. We have the Miami Heat at the Chicago Bulls. Who are you all taking? Let's go with Jose first here.
1: I'll take the Heat. I feel like they second half of the season, they got to really try to solidify a playoff run to try to get the seating that they want. I feel like they're getting healthier now. I'll take them.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go next. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit different than you here, Jose. I I do think the Heat are playing well, and I, I think they need some some wins. But you know they're they're at five hundred right now. They're six in the East. But to me, I think the, the team that really is more in a desperation mode is probably the Bulls who are in ninth. So I do feel like it's a home game for them. They probably want to send a statement. They're probably gonna take. They were gonna probably gonna play tough against the Eastern Conference reigning champs so i'm actually gonna go with the bulls here
1: you also have you also have the miami guys who stayed at home and didn't go to the all-star break (laughs) the bulls are the ones with
2: all stars not the heat uh but you know the heat they they do gotta travel they got they got a game on thursday they gotta go all the way to chicago for a game on friday so that plays into it but i don't know i i picked against the heat last week and it hurt me because the Pelicans, you know, Zion didn't play. That wasn't great. But I don't know. The, I'm with Jose. I just feel like the Heat are one of those teams where you just look at them and you're like, no, this is a good team. And they need to really, like, start showing that they're a good team. And, you know, they got to rest a little bit. You know, obviously, through, like, the playoffs, they had to play a lot of those games and the quick turnaround. So give me the Heat here. I'm going with Team Jose here. And uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Okay. Our next game is on Saturday. The Raptors at the Hornets. Raptors at Hornets. This game's on Saturday. I'll pick first here. Oh, uh, man. We all know we love the Raptors here, but I don't know. I'm, I'm seriously concerned. I, I think the Raptors have been playing better. Uh, but I, I have been worried with a lot of the potential rumors going around uh, with Kyle Lowry and the possibility of him being moved. So I, I do worry... I, I also like the Hornets. The Hornets are playing really tough. I, I feel like you know Malik Monk has stepped up. The Hornets have been playing well, and they're at home for this. So I think I'm going to roll with the Hornets here. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Hornets over the Raptors. Taylor, let's go with you next.
2: I'm with you, Danny. The Raptors have not been playing well. I don't know why, but I like the Hornets. I feel like I like the Hornets be- before the year started, and I still like them now. So. Um, they're at home. Give me the Hornets.
0: Okay, Jose, Taylor and I are taking the Hornets here against the Raptors. Who do you have here?
1: Give me the dinosaurs. <laughs> give, give me the Raptors. Sure. You know, I got to be different than you guys. I got to catch up. and I, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for me to, to go against them. Cause... It's always
2: hard.
0: Yeah, agreed. Our last game here is on Sunday, fellas. The Utah Jazz, the team that continues to not get any respect from anybody against the golden state warriors jazz at warriors taylor we're gonna go with you here first who do you got here
2: man so we have three jazz all-stars and steph curry starting to back up here i don't know i like the jazz there's just something about the warriors like they play really well but the jazz like they want that one seed they got to win these games and uh, they got to just keep going so give me the jazz against the warriors
0: man Guys, I don't know. Look, I'm going to do this one last time. I'm going to pick the Warriors. <laughs> and I I swear, <laughs> if they let me down here, I will never pick the Warriors again. <laughs> I feel like that's been a theme. I feel like every time I pick them and pick them, they have let me down. I do think, though, that with their shooting and with the way they sort of match up against the Jazz, I do feel like they could do a good job of, kind of eliminating some of the things with like Gobert um, and doing a good job in terms of playing uh, the Jazz and keeping them from the things that they do well. I think if if Steph is, you know, on top of his game like he has been, I, I feel like the Warriors can pull out a win here. So I'm going to hope in that. But as I said, <laughs> if they let me down here, I, I swear, I'm never picking up again. <laughs> but I think the Warriors at least this time. All right, Jose, your last year.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I disagree, Danny. I think this is like... A, a double digit win for the, the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I think about like, we're talking about Gobert. Like, I think he should have a field day against this team. Like, lots of rebounds, lots of, lots of like easy baskets around the rim. And they haven't, like, they have good guards to, to be able to guard their, to guard Steph Curry for the most part. So
0: let me be clear. I'm, I'm in on, at least on defense. <laughs> we, we can at least get, get go bear out to the perimeter you know what i mean oh okay. offense i think there's yeah definitely a
1: yeah
0: so i mean i'll take the jazz here all right well, well we'll see and if i am no longer in first next week uh i'll tell you now i'm gonna blame the warriors <laughs> so so we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see how it turns out all right fellas we're gonna move on to the last portion here of our podcast But since we just had the all-star break, uh, it's a nice time right now, kind of midway through the season to take a step back and reevaluate who we picked for our NBA awards at the start of the season here. Now, when we did uh, the NBA award draft, uh, we we looked at the six categories for major awards, coach of the year, most improved, six man, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, and most valuable player. So when we did this, what we all did is we drafted three people from each of these categories. So we drafted three coaches, most improved, and we sort of took turns picking from whatever category we wanted. So even though, you know, all of us felt maybe that LaMelo should be Rook of the Year, I took LaMelo and the other guys chimed in with their picks. Now, as I said, this means that even though I pick LaMelo, It's very likely that LaMelo was Jose and Taylor's first pick. But if that didn't pan out for them, you know, really what we did is we built a consensus of three people for each category that we thought would be, you know, really good candidates for for each of the awards. Now, what we want to do is we want to revisit all three of our picks for that category, and we want to compare them to what's actually happened in the season and what the Vegas odds are currently today as of March 9th. We want to see how we're doing, and we want to talk about some of the things that we (laughs) were definitely wrong on, that we were maybe right on, and then make a prediction of what will happen here uh, for the rest of the season. So, fellas, you ready to jump in? Let's do it. All right, let's review our NBA awards. Fellas, let's start with coach of the year. When we pick this, I picked Frank Vogel, Taylor picked Monty Williams, Jose picked Eric Spolstra. Currently in Vegas, Quinn Snyder is the favorite. Molly Williams comes in at second and Doc Rivers at third. What are your thoughts? Let, let's talk about your 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 you know pick then. And what are your what are your thoughts moving kind of forward here?
2: This is when I was just on fire. I think we were coming off the Western Conference podcast. And I think in the podcast I said I have it down between Quinn Snyder and Monty Williams. So you can look it up. And to see those two on top just makes me feel like I just had the Western Conference pegged, like and things like that. So it's, I like Monty besides Williams. Besides the Rockets, though, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I the Rockets stuff. Although there are some Rockets stuff, I he's, feel like I he's haven't gone. to admit so that.
0: choosing talk about that.
2: That's true. I was wrong about one thing, but look, I mean, like Monty Williams, Quinn Snyder, Doc Rivers. I mean, obviously, with the Jazz and the Sixers being in first place and two teams that maybe weren't predict- predicted to be there, those are obviously frontrunners. And then the Suns have just been red hot lately, and they they haven't been this competitive in a really long time to make the playoffs. And so if they continue to win, and if they get in that top three, even top two, I think there's a the second seed right now, right? If they get to that one seed or they stay in two, and they really come on strong here, and the Jazz fizz a little bit, I could see it's going to come down to one of those three guys. But I still think Snyder right now has got to be the frontrunner. Just with the, what the Jazz are doing.
0: Yeah, I picked Frank Vogel. Definitely wrong. You know, but I do want to defend it a little bit in the sense that I think if the Lakers were in first place, there would be more consideration maybe in terms of his name being out there. Obviously, it's not. Um, it's a LeBron-led team. I think Jose had a good argument on that when we did this. Uh, but I do think even Taylor that was high on the Jazz. Maybe didn't see them being, you know, in the first position in the West, maybe halfway through the season, right? but they're up there, and so I think to me, Quinn Snyder, you know, because of that, has obviously become the first choice. I think all of us were high on Monty Williams just because we, we thought with the turnaround that happened in the bubble and with adding CP3, the, the team had just really high potential, So, and that's shown itself to be true with the Suns being second in the West right now. As much as I, I can understand why I did the Frank Vogel pick, I, I think it, it makes sense to see, you know, Quinn Snyder, Monty Williams uh here at one and two and even Doc rivers in terms of what the sixers have been doing in, in the east um, hey and then so. danny
1: i think i mean everything went down with the ad injury right like yeah for like, sure yeah if the ad injury didn't happen and they're still or if they like, kept
2: winning or if they were winning with AD down and they're like Man, yeah that
1: coaching it's so good yeah that might have been good <laughs> too helped them. I, I think schroeder having health and safety protocols really hurt them too but I still wouldn't think Frank Go- Frank Vogel would got it either, you know. So no, I, yeah, I, we
2: weren't we weren't in high on game. You went out on a limb here.
1: So well, let let us speaking of uh yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: <got> <laughs> yeah Eric Spoelstra, Jose, what, hey, where hey, are you yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I went on a limb only to the fact that I thought he was the best, one of the best coaches in the bubble. You he know, was. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just the fact that the Heat they look they look tired. They look like a different team. They look yeah. like they're picking it up now. They do look like a team that probably needs to make a trade just yeah they should trade duncan revenue.
2: robinson for pj tucker just do it just make the trade it you know, <laughs> helps everybody so
1: so um yeah i mean the guys that they lost like they didn't really replace that they haven't gotten the the value from their replacements like losing jay crowder and then getting avery bradley back who hasn't really played and uh mo Harkless, who hasn't really contributed and the fact that Dragage, who you resign, has been hurt a lot. Just a lot of injuries for them yeah, too. And
2: so. and Hero and Robinson have not been yeah. as good. Like they have not taken that next. I step.
1: I, I do think Bam took a little, a, a tiny tiny leap, a, a bigger leap. Yeah, he's good.
2: I mean, he's been good. And Butler's been fine. They just these other guys just have not mm. elevated their games to the level like they did in the bubble. So, you know, I picked a heat guy on the defensive side, like he just have not been good. So they're not gonna win any awards.
0: Yeah. All right. With that said, Yeah, I mean, I also think, Jose, I I do think, to your point, I wouldn't have imagined the Heat being kind of this bad. And I do think they had some injury issues, some COVID stuff, too. But, yeah, I think they've had some tough breaks. And a lot of the teams from the bubble have not been as good. You know, some have been able to overcome that. Like, you know, but I think the teams that generally went far (laughs) into the bubble have not really fared well just because of the short break. So, I do think you know. I, I can see why you made the pick, but yeah, I just there are certain things we definitely did not imagine yeah. to happen. I mean, I'll take Snyder. Like Snyder is probably the
1: heavy favorite. Okay.
0: So, so is so you have Snyder winning it, Jose. So you agree with kind of Vegas? So yeah. your prediction is Snyder, Taylor.
2: No, I think Monty Williams. I think the Suns are going to keep going. I stay with my pick Ooh. here. Uh, I stay with
0: my guy. So I'm here to break the tie. Uh, I'm going to take Quinn Snyder. And, and the reason for that is because the Utah Jazz, their remaining schedule is actually the easiest schedule in the NBA.
2: Oh, I didn't know that thing. I, <laughs> I, ch- I changed my mind.
0: <laughs> just going to keep winning. Yeah, so I do think I would not be surprised if the Jazz actually get first in the, in the West. Yeah. And that might work out well for them because if the Lakers and the Clippers end up two or three, I mean, they'll camp, have the they'll have the what best if the, the, what if the have Clippers to, they'll have to play them into the West. Finally. Well, what if
2: the Clippers Lakers get like four or five? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <that> first round. <laughs>
0: There's like, oh great. You know, we gotta play the winner of the Lakers,
2: Clippers, and like who who get the two three, like the Nuggets and the Suns are like two, three. You're like, dang it. Like, how did this happen?
0: <laughs> in contrast, though, I mean, uh the Suns I mean, have the, yeah. the, the Suns have the 11 toughest. So Taylor, do you, do you stick with Monty or do you do you audible here?
2: I, I I do think if the Jazz get the one scene, that he'll be the, he should. And he probably will. I just, I feel like, I don't know. No, I, I, I stay with my guy, but right. it's hard. So I think but, it's one of those two.
0: <laughs> Before I leave this page, I just want to give you some information that might be very tangible for you, Taylor. You know who has the toughest schedule?
2: I do know. It's yeah. the Rockets. Yeah.
0: But you, you know the where worst team, and we I'm looking at Taylor Tankathon.com, Taylor. I think oh, it's uh, I think it's it time hurts Taylor. me. <laughs> it
2: hurts me so much that the Rockets are doing everything okay, that I, I talk about. Call how Taylor
0: the Tank Master from now on? Let's just call him Tank Master. The Rockets want the top four pick. They want.
2: <laughs> I just watched Gonzaga tonight. I want Jalen Suggs. How do we get him on the Rockets? The guy's unbelievable. Taylor,
0: I just I wanna I wanna like live this all in the, the fact that you were talking about OKC and them tanking and then. Here we are a couple months later. No, the, Rockets the, to,
2: the Rockets are trying to tank, so they don't have to give that pick to OKC. Okay, you know, the Rockets tanking. You know, I hope they get the fifth pick, and they have to give it to the Thunder, so that they could be embarrassed for the, you know, what they're putting out there right now. But you know, Christian Wood's coming back, so we'll see. The Rockets are winning some games. So we'll see what happens.
0: Hey, we'll, we'll get to Christian Wood in this next section. Actually, oh, let's thanks. talk about most improved. All right, I had Shea Gilgis Alexander. Uh, for my most improved pick, Taylor had Christian Wood, and Jose had DeAndre Aiden so some tough ones for us. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first with Shea. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I I thought Shea was gonna have a better season. Hey, do you think he's still I in have... the running? Yeah, he's still
2: doing well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he still in the running.
0: Yeah. I just thought I thought he would have like just more of a explosive season sure. for that team, but I think sometimes there's games where like. Other players on the Fender actually, like some of the younger guys are actually more of the spotlight and and sometimes are more aggressive. I think SGA is consistent, but I just thought he was going to have more of a season. Kind of what like John Morant had last year where like, I'm going to like take ownership of this team, elevate this team. So although uh, SGA has shown some glimmers there of just being really consistent and really good, I, I, I think I was hoping for a little bit more. He's still in the running, but I'm a little. Yeah, he's not uh, one of the top I'm names. Yeah, he's yeah. gotten
2: better. He's definitely gotten better, but is he the most improved? Like he's he doesn't seem like he's that guy, but he has come on a little bit in the last like couple weeks. I know he was a little bit banged up with his knee for like a week or two, but if he has a good second half, but it's it's going to be tough because there's some other guys that are that just yeah. feel like uh, like they've they're the most improved, but he's not out of it. Like I think. Aiden is not gonna win. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> just gonna like, my, my, yeah, 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 you gotta mean my my guy's out of it.
2: Uh, I, hey Jose, I said great pick when you picked him. Just so you know, like when I you know, picked Aiden, I was like, mean, great pick. I so, mean, most improves uh, like the, it's,
1: it's the hardest category, right? It's like if we if we if you find if you predict the most improved player the beginning of the season, that's pretty crazy because it's always just a random guy. And uh, I thought Aiden was gonna, pl- I mean, play well. I think he's okay. I mean, Taylor, you have him in fantasy, so you could probably a- attest to that. He's but, just a um, solid guy.
2: He's a solid. Yeah. Player,
0: yeah. But, but but like but what I, I just said about shade, it's di- it's disappointing though. Let's be clear with Aiden at least. I think he's he's okay, but I think everyone across the board feels like he could be better than this. For I mean, yeah, 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 he yeah, could yeah. Produce more. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. And I feel like we thought he was constantly. gonna
1: he was gonna get a bump from having Chris Paul there, but you know, there's some
2: games where he looks really good, but he's I don't know if he's really like. Improved, improved yeah. over the last year. I don't year. think he's like, a low post Shay's guy. Shay's gotten better. Yeah. Shay's gotten uh, a lot better. I, I don't know I expected if...
1: him to be a low post guy. I don't think. What he I mean. he but
2: he's still good. He's still
0: good. Yeah. I mean, he's still <laughs> he good. Should be. He's still playing well. yeah.
1: That's part of the yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, all right.
0: Christian Wood, Taylor, where you, where you out
2: with Christian? So the problem with him is he got hurt. I think he's been out the last couple weeks because I think to start the season, he was definitely the front runner or in that top like two or three people where he's just like an all star. And he's putting up like, you know, 24 and 10, right? Every night. And he's just like exploding at it, you know, and they're thinking like, why didn't the Pistons sign this guy? The only way that he can win it is if he plays almost all the games on the stretch and, you know, maybe the Rockets start competing for that playing spot, but it doesn't look like, I mean, it looks like the Rockets are going to trade everybody. So I don't think uh, there, but I still think he was a great pick. And he's definitely like when people talk about most improved, he's there. But I don't know who uh, who does Vegas have Danny right now.
0: Before I look at that, no cheating. Who do you all think are the top three candidates right now, according to Vegas, for most improved? If you had a guess, I'll
1: go one pick. I'll say Julius Randall, and then I'll say Jalen Brown
2: and Zach Levine. Those those would be our top three.
0: Ooh, okay. Well, let me say the one you got right. Julius Randall is currently the second choice. Okay. Is
1: it SGA? Jaylen, you're
0: going to be happy about this. Christian Woods actually third in Vegas. So yeah, Danny I mean he was winning. he was
2: number one. He stopped playing, Danny. Like right. everyone, he was, it was one of my best picks. I felt good about it. Here's,
0: here's a good one though. You guys maybe gonna be a little disappointed you didn't get this. Jeremy Grant is number one in Vegas right now for most improved. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> me a break. <laughs> All right, what do y'all think about that?
2: No way, you can't be the worst team in the NBA and be the most improved. Player. Yeah.
1: I don't like that. That's why. The, that's why Christian Woods is not gonna.
2: But win. he has been good. <laughs> but he has been good. That's, <laughs> that's, my, that's no. My, I mean that is that <laughs> is probably why Christian would probably win. I I agree. You know. It's, you know. I don't think it would be funny. Like, yeah, yeah, they're not winning. He's and but partly is. I mean, he's, he's not literally. Playing. He has not playing at all. The minute he lost, they haven't won a game since he went out. I mean, they've lost thirteen in a row, and he hasn't played. In a, that was like the game he went out. So, he should win MVP maybe. So um, who do y'all have here?
0: It sounds like Julius Randle y'all think
1: would be like favorite. I think we were especially talking we're earlier. we PM like, like Randle. I think it's Rand- Julius Randle, especially the way the Knicks have been playing. I mean, he does lead the league in minutes, so uh, he's going to get his playing time. <laughs> and hopefully uh, he's I mean, I think he's getting Thibs' respect, you know, and trust, so he um, should
2: win if the Knicks make the playoffs. Yeah, it's really he it's should. really
1: awesome. It's a great story.
2: And I think they will. I think the Knicks will hold on to a, like a top 6 or top, you know, make the this and make the uh, plane. So I I li- I like the Knicks there with Randle. I mean, Jeremy Grant has been a lot better for him and his growth. Maybe going to piss is good, but if they win, like, 12 games this year, or, or I mean, maybe they already won 12 games, if they win, like, that, like, 15, 20 games, like, you can't give it to them. He's just playing on a really bad team. They're they're just giving everybody to the Nets. We missed, a, lot of, missed the, a good amount of games game already,
0: too. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. The, the Knicks have the fifth toughest remaining schedule left, uh, so we'll see how, how they do. But, yeah, I agree with you guys, I think. Also, just because of, New York and that market, I think everyone's giving credit to what Julius Randle has been able to do. But if
2: Christian, if if they trade everyone on the Rockets and Christian wins starts putting up like thirty five and twenty or some of like that, <laughs> maybe
0: maybe I'll change my mind about being on a bad team and winning. So yeah, well I think what what the reason I brought up the Knicks' strength of schedule is like even if they make the plan, like the, the truth of the matter is you might be choosing between you know three guys and three bad teams. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not going to be necessarily yeah. a playoff team, so that might be. Where you you might just look at like numbers, but Brandon
2: Ingram won it last year, right? Brandon Ingram won last year, and they didn't
0: make the playoffs, so yeah. So that that's definitely something that could happen here. All right, fellas, let's move to six man. I'm not even gonna talk about mine because I was wrong (laughs) about this. I picked the starter. I Jose should Schurter, and uh and he's definitely out of the running. Jose
2: picked the guy who tore his ACL the first week,
0: right? <laughs> he picked the starter. <laughs> yeah, Jose picked Spencer Dinwiddie.
2: He I was, was no gonna.
1: Remember, I remember. This. I remember. I was picking between Spencer and Karras, and trying to figure out who would come off the bench. And Karras was actually the one who was coming off the bench, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then he got traded, and then has now his. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Jose
0: totally blew this one. Right. Come on. Uh, I told you guys. I thought they were starting too. I told you that. I told you. Hey, oh, actually, I, I will say, points. though, that I think all of us had Jordan Clarkson as a favorite here. Yeah. You, uh, you guys did say good pick when, when we did. Yeah.
1: It. I, I don't even know who else would be in the running. I think his Ooh. teammate his teammate might be in the running. All right. Well, Danny, who picked
2: Clarkson? Did anyone pick Clarkson? You picked Clarkson. Oh, you did. I did. yeah. I didn't realize. <laughs>
1: I didn't so, know if it clicks. it.
0: <laughs>
2: I just man, I was man, I was just on
0: fire. I mean, obviously, by the way, they, if you all didn't get that through uh through audio, that's that's Taylor's sarcasm here. <laughs> Both mean well, you know, his Clarkson pick.
2: We have a friend who's just like the greatest basketball player, like never to make the NBA, like Jordan Clarkson, he just reminds me of Mark Garcia, like just like <laughs> pure talent. And so when I was thinking about Mark, uh, I was thinking yeah. about when I picked Jordan Clarkson, I was like, This is just like Mark. So I just felt like I had to oh, yeah. to go with them. So his success does not surprise me
0: at all. Oh man.
2: It's like watching Mark
0: Garcia play basketball. It's awesome. Yeah, sounds like you really, really love Mark this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think like
2: you just sometimes you have those friends you play with you, and you're like, man, they they play just like this person, like where they can just shoot and they can score and just get buckets, and that's what Mark is. He's just a.
0: I'm not sure. Market. I'm not sure if Mark is happy about you complimenting. But we <laughs> we'll, <see>. <laughs> we'll see. All right, but yeah, I mean that's a good question. Who do you all think Vegas has here? Throw me out, maybe a name or two. Who do you all think? Would like, be- outside of, like outside it, like outside these guys. Car- yeah, Clarkson is the number one guy right now by Vegas right uh, now.
1: I mean, Harold. Nice. Still, maybe Harold. A little bit of love for him, but.
2: Well, Derek Rose, Danny. Uh, what about? Uh, what about? Who's, In- who what this, about who's, who's about the Ingles? Sixers? Who's the Sixers? Ingles
1: six-man? coming off the bench too. All nice. right, you guys are both.
0: You guys are both wrong. You're both cold. But let me read them to you, Kayla. This one might shock you. Hold, hold on to your pants here. Eric Gordon. <laughs> number two in vegas for six oh, clarkson's
2: minutes. gonna win for sure then
0: <laughs> all right here's another one and i don't know how this guy i feel like this guy might be ahead of air gordon but chris boucher toronto is number three here according to vegas okay so, let, me throw,
1: let me throw out some other names i feel like maybe he should be in there maybe tim hardaway jr i feel like has had a pretty decent year
2: Well, who's is he in the top five? Dan, who else is as big as it? I didn't even go that deep. I didn't even
1: go that deep.
2: It feels like like Clarkson's running away with it.
1: Yeah, I I I feel like his lead is pretty... Pretty big. Like, if yeah, Eric no, Gordon's the Vegas, second one,
2: then, like, great. forget it. Eric Gordon's not even playing every game. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You know, he's going to be sitting out a lot. And Boucher, like, if the Raptors become irrelevant, like, just forget it. Who,
0: who, try I'm trying to think of other people. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that Vegas can't even think of other people, Jose, I think that should tell you something, right? Because they, they got money here. Yeah. So, I, I do feel like Clarkson is the runaway winner here. Um, all right. So... I might
2: win one. All right, guys. <laughs> it's one of my – So, first three, I've picked some good guys here. All in the top three in Vegas. That's – that's a great, that's great results. So let's not oh. do rookie of the year next.
1: Well, yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> here's my only chance to brag, probably on this whole thing. But rookie of the year, uh, I picked LaMelo Ball, and I was the first one to pick a rookie, and I wanted to lock in LaMelo. I was just really high on him. Taylor went with James Wiseman and Jose, you know, forgot that Thibodeau was coaching the Knicks and went with Obi Toppin. let guys, okay. I not even talk get. about
1: my pick. I, I, I don't <laughs> uh,
0: we, we have Tosh Gibson. Chose, like, I feel like I should have chose
1: like. Feel like I should have chose like Anthony Edwards or something, right? But it was hard because I didn't. We didn't really know much about the Yankees in yeah. hindsight.
2: Yeah, we didn't get to watch them in summer. Like in hindsight, like it doesn't matter who you picked if you didn't pick Lamelo. Like it's going to be like okay, you know, unless you picked like Halliburton, yeah, or. Who else has been a good rookie, Danny? He James, in the top three. James
0: Wiseman wasn't too bad at the beginning. Yeah, I think, good. I think yeah, Edwards yeah. has been pretty good lately.
1: So
2: I agree. I'm a big Edwards fan. Right. Just, be- just like our listeners in Minnesota let know that I,
0: I'm a big Edwards fan. And, but I will say, even though I felt LaMelo pretty handily would get this, at least in my opinion, I did not think he would be this good this bad. Oh, man, super impressed. Super. Yeah. Impressed. I mean, he just makes that team yeah, we so much better. Yeah. It, it's amazing. So I feel like I, I had a
1: hand in that, you know, when I played against them, I told him. I <laughs> think you know you really should really should play better. Because I mean, I they, really yeah. they really trained him? Yeah, really trained him in that, the gym. In that, that one pickup game, you know. Moment. Yeah. Well, he went against Chino tough Hill's competition 24. at the <laughs> local
2: twenty four hour fitness. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. feel
1: like he did. He went against uh, Mark Garcia one time too, you
0: know. So uh, yeah, hey, well, hey,
2: Good luck. He probably couldn't hold zone. He's too young. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> Lamelo Ball is Lamelo Ball because he played Mark Garcia. I think is the consensus here that we're saying. Uh, um, But I will say, though, I I mean, I I also think LaMelo got maybe a little bit of flack just because of his dad and his brother. I think a lot of people just felt that he would kind of have that same kind of trajectory that Lonzo had. And Lonzo, I mean, after Lonzo was in some trade discussions, he's been fantastic, too. when I look at their career paths, I just feel like LaMelo's on another level that maybe Lonzo might not even get to. So I've just been really impressed by LaMelo. I think you got this one, Dan- yeah, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Yeah. I don't, don't think anyone. You
1: don't even. I don't even. T- he would ha- I don't he, even, even need to hear. Even he if got Vegas.
2: hurt, even if he got hurt, he might still win, yeah. right? Yeah. Unless like <laughs>
0: Halliburton just came on really strong. I. I it's L- let's go with that though. Know. Who do you all think is second and third? Because definitely Lamelo's first in Vegas. I think We're it's Halliburton and Vegas. Edwards. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. So it's Lamelo, Tyrese Halliburton net second, and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards recently. What about quickly?
2: Quickly should be up too. there, Quickly, sport.
0: Quickly, sport. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, what do you all think about Tyrese Halliburton? He's been coming on. Oh, he's, been, he's good.
1: Yeah, he's that's, good that's why he makes a uh, Buddy Hield kind of expendable.
0: He's on the yeah, wrong yeah, team. Yeah. And uh, Halliburton and Darren Fox really get along. Yeah. They really like each other. And, and, and
1: Buddy Hield is now together. Buddy Hill's now a power forward in a shooting guard's body. Now all of a sudden, I don't wonder that happened. <laughs> <how it is.
0: laughs> yeah, I don't know. You tell us. He's on your team, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy, so. all right. But yeah, Lamelo. I think all of us consensus locked up the rookie of the year. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think so. It would be really, I
0: can't imagine losing it. He would have to be insane for him. To lose it. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's move on to this interesting one here. I think this one might get, we might have a differences here. And look, I think for, for us looking at this, all of us are actually wrong right now in terms of how things have happened. Yeah. But I think we, we could all defend it. It's a defensive player of the year category. I went with AD. Taylor, you went with Bam Adebayo. And Jose, you went with Giannis. They're definitely probably not the favorites right now, but how are you all feeling? We'll get to the favorites in a second, but just tell me a little bit about how that has panned out for you in terms of the guys you picked. I mean, I, I picked Giannis because he
1: is the the, the reigning defensive yeah, player of the year. And, sure, yeah. and just expecting if he duplicated some of those numbers, I feel like he would have a strong chance again. But the Bucks have kind of tail, tailed off a little bit. They're, they're They are playing better now. Um, but it's just a different team. It's, yeah. a, it's a different team than last year. They've lost a little bit of their depth.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the Bucks and the Heat just have not been good enough. Like you got to be like really good to like have your team be good. And so even if Bam and Giannis are playing great defense, you know, like you, you're not like it hasn't been like to the level of what we've seen with some of these other teams, especially with the Jazz and Sixers. So, and then AD's just been hurt. So you can't win if you're not playing.
1: Yeah, But but even with AD, even when he played though,
0: I felt like he wouldn't, he wouldn't be winning this award either. I agree. But but I do think, I I guess this applies at least to Bam and AD. I feel that we may have underestimated really the short break of like just 70 days. Yeah. I, I do think even from, I mean, even from a fantasy basketball standpoint, you know, AD was predicted one, two and his production, what he's been able to do on the court has been disappointing so far this season. But again, I think a lot of that, and the Lakers are playing it it safe, rightfully so, is just the short break. And and I think that that has impacted guys like Bam, guys like AD, who, when they were in the bubble, I mean, they were fantastic, especially AD. I mean, when AD's defense in the bubble was like second to none, it was amazing out there. So I think definitely this pick was was around what we saw in the bubble. But that's the first pick of the draft and you and all of us were like man that's a sure pick like we like that you know yeah so. it's one
2: of the better picks i should have picked man, i i should have picked Lamelo. i shouldn't pick bam should have should have known there but um, <laughs> I, thought, I,
0: thought I was like Lamelo for a defensive who are, the fi- here. who are
2: the who are the favorites danny
0: Ooh, yeah yeah tell me what do you guys think well, let's go through
1: this i feel, oh, I feel like it, i feel like it's a two-man race between ben, the number ben one simmons teams. i feel yeah, like ben it's simmons i feel like it's Embiid and gobert
2: oh Embiid! i thought ben simmons would be higher I actually think Ben Simmons should be number one, to be honest. He's okay, like who do, who do you
0: guys who do you guys have as number one? I who have Go, I have one. Gobert.
2: I have Simmons, but I think Gobert like just got destroyed like 40 20 by okay. Embiid. So he should not be
0: so Gobert he, is lost. number one. Gobert is number one according to Vegas. So I mean Jazz, there's Jazz being in first, right? So I think if they're gonna give anyone credit, they're gonna give it to Gobert, who's won it before. Who's in second? What do you all think? Well, he said Simmons, so I'd probably say Embiid. So it's Simmons. Simmons in second. Nice. Ermer. Is it uh, well, <laughs> who, who
2: is it? Like Chris Paul or not Chris Paul? Uh, man, I'm trying to think of some of these other good teams like okay. Kawhi, Kawhi hey, Leonard. Give yeah. us, give
1: give us a position, Danny. Give us a position. Four slash five. Draymond oh, Green.
2: Four slash oh, five.
1: No, Miles no. Turner.
2: Oh okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot
1: I about <laughs> Miles Turner, guys. He was the one that we were. He was the Miles. one we were saying was the front runner
0: in the beginning. Yeah, we were
2: talking yeah. about him like recently being. So, like, over so fellas,
0: time. we we miss all three of these. We miss Gobert. We miss Simmons. We miss Miles Turner. Yeah.
2: Well, we didn't miss Miles Turner. He came on like I mean, Gobert <laughs> and Simmons are like known defensive like guys, and Turner's been knowing to block shots, but he hasn't not been like an all defensive presence to the degree. I mean, he was going through like trade rumors to start the year. So,
0: but this, but the Gobert Simmons, let, let's 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 make it about Gobert and Simmons because I think all of us probably are likely going to pick one of those two guys when we think about them. I mean, both of them had the potential to win because the Sixers could win the East, and. You know the Utah Jazz could win the West. Who do you all have coming out of here?
2: Who do we have? Who do I think? Like who's who's your prediction? Well, Zion and and Embiid just absolutely embarrassed Gobert last week. They just embarrassed him. Like where I'm, like okay, I have Simmons. Like, and I think Simmons should win. So Gobert, I would not pick him. I, I I don't think he's a top three defensive guy. He's a good defensive guy, but I don't think he's as good as Turner or some of these other guys. So I would pick Simmons, but. I mean, he wins, so he. Could, I could see Gobert being the guy, but he's got to play better. I and mean, he looks overmatched in some of these games.
1: Jose, who? Do you take? You know, I love Rudy Gobert, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know my love for the the Stifle Tower. So uh, I'm going to take Rudy Gobert. You know, especially if they have the number one seed and the, and they have the easiest schedule left yeah. in the league. I feel like he's going to have opportunities to just flex those defensive muscles. Yeah.
0: You no, know, I. I hear you, Jose. I think that's a good man. I might go with Simmons, though. I, I feel that what could happen. It-
1: it's hard it- though. It's hard for a wing, or I mean, he's not a re- he's not really a big, but he's kind of like a wing big.
0: It's hard for them to win it. That's my thing. That's why. No, but but I do think si- the fact that Simmons can guard multiple positions. Yeah. I think the other thing is the um is the the voter fatigue. Like Gobert has won this before, so if there's another guy who's never won it, who whose team is equally as good. And if the narrative is there for Simmons, like, hey, this could be a toss-up. Yeah. I could see a lot of people being like, let's roll with Simmons because Simmons guards other positions. And what Taylor said is true. Like, that has been a narrative. As much as we don't want to say it, and as much as, like, the Jazz has been, have been good, just with Embiid and, and like, Zion punking him around, I do think that that has been something that I have been hearing. So I, I, could, I could see this. No, I, I, think,
1: I do think Ben Simmons, like, if I had to choose a defender – I'd probably say Ben Simmons is a better defender than Gobert, but if yeah. I'm picking who wins, it's probably Gobert. The no, reason I why see too, Gobert I was, winning. Yeah, I I was see thinking too, Danny, when you're saying voter fatigue, I think also Simmons and Embiid are going to steal votes from each other too. You know, unless one of them is going to be like, oh, we'll vote, we'll vote Simmons Defensive Player of the Year and
0: Embiid for MVP. That might that yeah. might happen. Yeah. Right All right, last award here, fellas. MVP, Most Valuable Player. I went with Steph Curry. Taylor went with James Harden and Jose
1: went with Luka Doncic. Guys, let me just say how bad my picks were. And I, <laughs> and I, and I, and I do all of them. Where I think this is like your
2: best pick. This is like yeah, your best pick. Yeah,
1: Luka's like my best chance
0: of actually
1: winning. Like, yeah, all of mine it, were so well, bad. Jose's
0: team here is Eric Spoelstra, DeAndre Aiden, Spencer, Dinwiddie, Obi Toppin, Giannis, and Luka. So Luka <laughs> is probably like maybe like.
2: The maps could like, get hot, yeah. if seven, The maps got ten, hot, yeah, and probably like, like Luca's like, to
0: ten right
1: now in MVP rankings, But I feel like that's not the not best way I got right now.
2: But he started slow. He started. I mean, slow. he did start yeah. slow.
1: They, they could get hot though, but his numbers, like if they were on a winning team, his number with his numbers, they probably he probably look a lot better. And Steph,
2: I mean, Steph could win, but the thing with the Warriors is if they're like the nine or ten seed, I think it's going to be really hard. Yeah, for him. I, to I will win say,
0: it. I will say, Steph is currently in fourth. So the the Steph still has an outside chance here, but I do think when the competition at the top is just so good that it almost doesn't matter. And Wait, are you guys are, the, are are the, guys
2: are you guys ready to apologize to me for making rank, fun of me for picking no? guy? What's the ranking? Yeah, are you ready to apologize? You guys and you guys laughed at me and said I was winning credibility I mean he's not gonna win and Mvp then, though. I mean, he's not winning. Wait, yeah. He's a top three guy right but now. I'm, but he's I'm just saying
1: he's not gonna win it though. What
2: not? What if like the what if the Nets just keep winning? And he just keeps like just dominating. He
0: uh, I mean, the- according to the odds I'm looking at, he's one, two, three, four. He's eight. He's not really eight though. Maybe on the you have you have Embiid, LeBron, Jokic, Giannis, Steph, Dame, and then Luca Harden. Yeah, I could see that, but I I, I can't see Giannis.
2: And being like, no one's gonna vote for Giannis yeah. a year
0: like this, like especially. Well, what I'm saying is year. like, I don't think, I don't think, I think the MVP comes out of the top three so far in Vegas. So I do think that anyone out of there is a stretch.
2: Really? Probably. No, I. Th- but I think Harden's in a lot of people's top three right now.
0: I know, but he you're is. also you're also the hard apologetic, you know?
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> like Harden, like he's tr- he's transformed the way people think about him because he doesn't play in Houston anymore.
0: Ben. But there's no way. Taylor, there's Houston, no way after what he did now. to Houston, they're gonna give it to him.
2: It might. Well, it's gonna be harder. But like, what happens if they? What happens if they just win like almost all their games? Even then. Have...
0: Even if they, I feel like
1: even if they're first in
0: life, the East, you, you don't think his production
2: you, the best, gets a little if, lower what, with
0: KD coming back?
2: You. What if he averages like you know thirteen points? all these things.
0: Look, I'm not saying he won't be good. I'm not saying he's not good. No, I, I, know, just, I know the narrative. The narrative of what he did to Houston is going to be a big barrier for people. Well, like
2: if Embiid keeps this up, or like the Nuggets start really winning, and Jokic keeps playing out his mind, or if the Lakers like turn around where they start winning a lot of games. Yeah, and but that's like the, yeah, I ifs. You just made like, no, then those guys. But I I don't know if those things will. I mean those things may not happen. Yeah. Right, LeBron's fading a little bit. Embiid's still, I think, the front runner, and then Jokic is they just if they keep winning he'll start to I serve i mean rise i feel like
1: bit. all lebron needs is for ad to come back and then he'll jump back into the mvp conversation you know so but we'll no, see. But he we'll, needs to we'll
2: take over when. now he needs to take over when he's out like yeah. that's what
1: lebron needs i,
2: I mean
0: Steph curry is just on a bad team as much yeah. as he's been spectacular and there's been a lot of flash i feel like the number if i'm looking numbers
1: wise it's Jokic. like Jokic's numbers are are amazing to me oh right really? like <laughs> really i think it be the numbers wise just like I think I, Embiid's the guy. Numbers and
2: I, like where they rank.
1: No, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of impact and and actual winning too. I feel like Embiid mm-hmm. is the front. Embiid, Embiid should be number one right now. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think we. So here, so here it
0: is. Here's Vegas. Embiid is number one. LeBron is number two. Jokic is number three.
2: Yeah, I don't think LeBron should be in the top three. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think so. I, I think, think it's Jokic and Embiid and like you know Steph Hard and Dame. All those guys. They're all together.
0: But it, I I just think LeBron's team is. As much as AD has been out, LeBron's team is still above those teams, yeah, in terms of rankings. Sure, but
2: he's not playing like I don't think he's been playing great. But he's not like if he was any other player, he wouldn't be considered MVP. He's only being considered because he's LeBron. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, but I think that I mean that that just matters in the NBA. Like the narratives matter. You know what I mean? So it does. That's what we go off.
2: It definitely does.
0: Because and I think to me, like I'm not. I, I also think James Harden is having fantastic. Like statistical categories I actually think the fact that you have a team with KD and Kyrie and then Harden comes in and they're like dude we're running our offense through you is really impressive but I just think the narrative of what yeah, he did, he's
2: been doing all this stuff without but, KD but, like, but I mean but saying, they're winning every game without Kevin Yeah, no, but I'm saying
0: my point is that narrative of him leaving Houston and pushing his way out to like a no, super I agree. Team it doesn't help him that, you know what I mean No, yeah. I agree. that will not help him well who no. do you guys think here for MVP
2: I think it'll be Embiid or Jokic I think it'll be one of those two. You
0: yeah, gotta pick one.
2: Oh, I pick Embiid. I think Embiid's been unless he gets hurt,
1: he's just been so good. It's tough. It's it's tough to see it continuing for me, but Yeah, like, no,
2: I'm yeah, I can see that. It's hard. Like, are they gonna keep keep going strong?
1: But I feel like it's it's a what easier. happens if
2: the what happens if the Nets overtake the Sixers too? Like can you still pick Embiid like if if like the Nets are like five games ahead of them in the East, like when the season ends?
0: Well, who would you give it to then at that point?
2: Well, then you're yes. just saying, oh, we're not going to give it to the best team. Like, and that's going to be... Are you
0: going to give it to LeBron? If they have a like, run? what
2: happens if... Well, the I Nets, feel like
1: Taylor the would Nets... say if the, Net, if the Nets overtake him, then you give it yeah. to Yeah, Harkin, what if right?
2: they just run away with, well, what like, if, the NBA oh, right oh, here? What if,
0: what if LeBron gets first? What if the Lakers get first in the West?
1: Oh, well, then I...
2: if he And he's a big part of that. Yeah, he's going to be... He's going to yeah. have a great chance. I mean, if the Lakers go from, like, what are they, third or fourth right now? They're third, they just, yeah, third. If they just start winning games and they overtake the Jazz and LeBron's going for, like, these huge numbers... Yeah, he's going to have a great chance.
1: And then with Jokic, I just don't see them getting into the top four. Yeah.
0: I think Jokic yeah. is here because everyone just loves how good Jokic is. I think yeah. statistically yeah, he's been so good. Yeah. He's been so good. But then like, he's,
1: just, he's just a negative defensively, and I feel like that affects their chance. That affects their winning.
2: They're just not winning, yeah. They, if yeah. they were winning, well, more, I, Jokic I mean, I also don't winning. want to put all on Jokic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, mean, Jokic yeah. I get but, it.
2: But Murray has been yeah. playing yeah. a lot better. Jamal yeah. Murray. No, but Murray's been playing a lot yeah. better. Yeah. And, and the
1: person who I feel like could make a jump, but I feel like his numbers don't go crazy is maybe Dame Willard. You know? Yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. I can see that.
0: But who are you taking here, Jose? Who, uh, Taylor still thinks Embiid's going to pull it no, out. No, I, I still know? think
2: Harden. Guys, I still think Harden's going to be like, it's going to be, be like Harden and LeBron. Then, but Harden will get second place like he does every year because the the voters will think of a new way to vote guy, against him. So he'll get second. Guy, this
0: man leaves his team, and he's still over here claiming Harden for MVP. He's <laughs> still the greatest. He's still the best All player right, in the so NBA. We, yeah. we'll, we'll just let you humor us, Taylor. All right. <laughs> we'll go with Embiid, maybe Harden. All right, Jose, who do you think you have <laughs> I'll go Embiid,
1: but I really want to pick Dame. So interesting, just, yeah.
0: I'm gonna be a homer. I'm gonna take LeBron. I think LeBron does it. I think his narrative is too strong. I hope he does. It. He's on a <laughs> mission. He's on a mission, and I feel like I they gotta win games. Yeah, going to keep winning. I, I yeah, I do think, especially even the All Star game, where like, it, it was interesting to me to see him not take it seriously and just like, I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> like, let's get with the season. Let's, keep, let's They gotta win,
2: they gotta win coming out of the yeah. break, though. They if they don't win coming out of the break, he's gonna he's
0: gotta like build some momentum. They do, so. and I don't think they also have you know an easy schedule either coming up. I think when I was and at- there's
1: no update on AD yet, right? On when they're gonna have another update on that.
0: No, he might. I, I was hearing that maybe one or two more weeks, but so I'm assuming tough. at least another week, right? Yeah, Lakers have the seventh toughest remaining schedule. But, but you know to, if, you the Lakers, play, if the Lakers if the Lakers get again. the 1s
2: if they get the 1 seed LeBron will definitely be one or two and unless the Sixers just run away with it and it's Embiid, I could see him being the guy you know
0: No so. but I think you you're right on this point I mean the the Sixers do have an easy schedule they're, they have the 25th so uh bottom you know 25 Well they're the East You know who, teams, ha- you yeah. know who has a third easy schedule though the Brooklyn Nets
2: well, is that, isn't that a bad thing? Aren't they, like, better against the good teams and then they struggle against those? Like, That's true, those but I good, think yeah. what you said... Yeah, but you're going you're you're gonna gonna
1: gonna to you're, you're want the easier teams. <laughs> yeah. But,
2: but it, like, it, if it's between Harden and LeBron, LeBron will win. If it's between, like, Harden and Bede, I think it's a toss-up, especially if the Nets are, like...
1: And that special. also it also, like, really matters, too, how well Kyrie and KD are playing, too. Yeah, if they're
2: yeah. sitting out games and Harden's just playing all of them and they're winning...
1: Yeah, and, but if th- but if those guys start playing well too, and then you have to pick between one of yeah. those guys, it's gonna yeah, be like, it's, it's gonna hard. hard.
2: It's gonna be like, oh, they're on the best team, but they're not, you know. Then maybe it's easier to give it to someone like Jokic or Steph yeah, or something like yeah. that, you know. If they yeah. make a run here, just as long as it's not Devin Booker, I will. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be able to handle it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, he made an All Star though. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in again. We appreciate it. We'll, we'll see how these. Uh, go on for the rest of the year we'll see how our predictions uh look like at the end of the season but it was good to go over these it was a good uh way to look at the season so far and kind of take a big picture look uh thank you all for tuning in we appreciate it as always we are on instagram at with the first pick podcast that's first with a 1st we're also on twitter at first pick NBA pod that's first with a 1st make sure to follow us there and as always if you're on iTunes please feel free to leave us some reviews. Those are really helpful. We would appreciate that. Uh, Thank you again for tuning in and we will talk to you next time.